0: Another supplement to the Infinite Spark of Being podcast. My name is Keith Welsh. I'm recording this in my car as usual. Uh, a few things up top. Go to the theinfinitesparkofbeing.com for all the way- different ways you can support this, with, whether it's Patreon, Venmo, just out of kindness, uh, apparel, prints, books, whatever. Um, I'm going to be adding a Patreon tier soon. I don't know if it's going to be a thing or not, but we'll see. Um... But I've had a hell of a time uh, recording this episode, technically and personally. First, I recorded it. I was going to... this Again, this is going to be a personal episode. I don't know if I mentioned that yet, but this will be personal. Um, so, if that doesn't interest you, i turn <laughs> it off. But uh, I... Mentioned in Hope and Grace episode about, you know, kind of embarking on this journey that's quite beautiful. And then it became even more beautiful. And I recorded an episode and was kind of thinking out loud about it. And then my microphone and my, ed- my earbuds wasn't working well. So I had to re record it. And the amount of time that it took for me to re record it, everything changed. And uh, it was interesting then it changed some more (laughs) so what I started out with was when I initially recorded this episode I was saying that there is a danger in working in a profession where you're helping people and the danger is that you begin to think you know you begin to think that you can predict successes and failures and all these things. And not in a good way. More in a way that like, you know, this is just fucking dark, dude. But I'll tell you a story. I um, I used to work at this place that had a Jewish track. Um, Hasidic, Orthodox, all sorts of... You know, they could all come there and we had a track specifically for them. And... <clears throat> My friend Devora ran the track. She is Orthodox, I believe. Devora, if you listen to this, I apologize if I'm wrong. Um, I believe she's Orthodox. She is uh, somebody I keep threatening to have on here so we can talk about the Kabbalah because she is a bona fide expert. And um, we have such great talks, we're like, ah, we should record this. But then we never touched base. Like, a couple days ago, um, she texted me. She's like, uh, she wanted to talk, and we never hooked up again. So, you know, that's the story of Devorah and I's friendship together. Um, So, anyway, there was this gentleman, young kid, 19, comes to us, and Devorah says, hey, can you, you know, he's having a hard time. His anxiety's out of control. Can you talk to him? Maybe walk him around the building a bit. Because I used to do this thing where I'd, I'd walk people around the building. I could, you know, the bilateral stimulation of the feet, me asking you certain questions, bringing up certain things usually clears up a lot of stuff. It's very helpful. So I start to take him outside and I get a quarter of the way around the building and I just go, well, um, all right, we'll just go back inside. Cause he was so fucked. <laughs> um, He had just come from some other facility. His parents wanted him with us. They didn't want him to go home because he wasn't okay. Uh, And it's just kind of the crippling anxiety, frantic kind of stuff. And um, I went inside, and I looked at Devorah, and I go, you know what? You got to let some of them go. And I said, this kid was raised in a marshmallow palace by puppies. And I just wrote him off. Well, he stayed. He stayed and he proved me wrong tenfold. And I was grateful to him for that because it gets dark when you start to think, you know. You know what I mean? So when you find out you're wrong, it's like, oh, thank God, because it starts to look helpless, right? Like there's no way to help people. And, you know. So you, you kind of get bogged down in failure, you know. Um, it's like my friend Troy and I talk all the time that, like, He used to do alumni stuff, so he was in touch with the people that were successful. So he got to see that and the other, right? I was just in the other, just in PHP, and it was just hard. And so uh, this kid, he got client of the week, and I wanted to give him his client of the week award during our community wrap-up. And I said, you know what, man? I wrote you off. Didn't think you stood a chance told Devorah, you're raised in a marshmallow palace by puppies, which he got a kick out of. And uh, I told him, I was like, you proved me wrong, man. Dead wrong. And I appreciate it. He was a good kid. Very sweet. uh, Very kind. And he, uh, I don't know, just, I don't know what he needed. (laughs) But he's, uh, as far as I know, he's still doing really well. Well, you know, when I originally recorded this episode, it was I shared that story and then I said I got the same way in romantic relationships, that romantic relationships start and they inevitably stop, you know, unless you have kids and you have to keep going for whatever fucking weird cultural reason and, but you know, in my experience these things flame up and they fizzle out and, but then I was saying that, you when I thought I was kind of done trying to have romantic relationships to be honest I was like, you know what maybe it's just not for me you know, because I find that I was finding that I was a great idea you know people that I dated had difficulties and I think that I'm an attractive option to that person if you're listening to this, I apologize if I don't, you know, that's not just hear me out. So I don't believe that. It's just, it's a thought that comes up. It's a bullshit thought that comes up. It's just, it's bullshit. It's the poor me part of my mind. Right. But I was, I felt kind of done with romantic relationships. I swear to God, I was just kind of like I, there's a close people close to me that I divulged certain ideas that I had and anyway I met this person and we started speaking and talking and, and sharing and I was like wow okay so I started to open up pieces of myself that I kind of shut down just because you know what's the point and uh, and even found little nooks and crannies inside my own heart that I didn't think were there and I opened those up too it's like I opened all the windows and all the doors and let everything in and then in the space of my microphone not working and re-recording it uh, you know the landscape changed and I was walking with my cousin and I got the text message and I just started laughing not because it's funny, but just because it hurts. It's something I do. And she's like, what's going on? I was like, nothing, just business as usual. And I, of course, shared it with her. She, being very protective of me, always has something funny to say. Um, so I'd like to walk you through the way my thought process was. And how, you know, so I know that the mind takes an object, makes it a symbol, imbues it with a feeling, and then says this symbol equals this feeling. This person, this object, this shape, this name, this means, this feeling, right? The mind reminding the body how to feel. The mind reminds the body that when it sees this thing, this thing means this feeling. And so I know that that's happening. I know what attraction is I know what these things are and it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen you know and uh, it happened right and um, you know uh, so then the mind so I'm aware that the mind is doing things that I'm not necessarily in charge of right um, and I'm trying to just watch my thoughts and just watch the feelings come up. And I, I, in, my, you know, in my opinion, I did a really good job of it. I really did. I'm still immensely grateful. <clears throat> but some of the thoughts that came up were, you know, you're a great idea. People have the idea of being with you, but they don't want to stay. You're just a vacation. You are a break from normal men so they get to hang out in Disneyland for a while but nobody wants to fucking live in Disneyland because Disneyland's a fucking joke that's the thought you know this idea of you know who they think you are is great in theory horrible in practice and I say some gnarly shit to myself man or my mind does anyway and it's stuff that hurts and I think it hurts because I don't think it's true you know and a piece of me is like well uh, lesson learned we are shutting back down Uh, fuck this this is just pleasure and it's not happiness there's a difference in pleasure and happiness But I also don't know if that's, like, much fun. Because I was talking to Troy, my friend, that one day I'm going to have on this podcast for me to talk to. And, uh, man, he, uh, I guess I can't say that. (laughs) Troy, if you're listening to this, I stopped just short. Um... (laughs) friends love each other and we say things to (laughs) make each other laugh. That's what Troy and I's relationship is. Us trying to make the other one laugh. Um, But uh, he was happy to see me so happy. People I worked with um, didn't even know what was going on in my personal life, but they were so happy to see that I was happy. I never post pictures of things like that on social media, and I posted one, you yeah. know. And I like to think that I'm always smiling, but apparently not like that because of the <laughs> comments were like, "Good you smile." I'm like I thought I was perfectly happy. I guess not. Um, <laughs> ah, man, it hurts. It's a stinger. Not as bad as it was, and every day it's a little different. And you'll think that you're past it, and you flip over a new stone, and oh, that, there's that one that hurts too. And you just go through it. But I was talking to Troy, and I said, I just got a mouthful of grace. And he's like, Yeah, he's like, This is the juice. I'm like, Yeah, this is the juice. Now, I'd like to make, I'd like to say this. I don't feel as bad as this stung and it hurt. Um, I, uh, I might have to honk while I'm doing this. So pardon me if you hear a little beep. It's just that, you know, phones prevent us from watching the light. Um, I could easily say that I'm shutting down, right? But, um... I don't know man it hurt really bad but I kind of it just reminded me of the beauty that is out there it's easy for me to isolate right it's easy for me to just decide that like you know because my life trap is abandonment with a fear of loss meaning that I'm good alone I'll plug in If you promise me not to unplug me, you know what I mean? Because the pain of being unplugged is, uh, guys, we might listen to a car crash if this young lady doesn't get her shit together in front of me because she's just almost driving through intersections. Um, And I can see her face in her side view mirror. She is not looking up. She is looking at everything but the windshield of the car. Um... But uh, the time I had was really beautiful. It was fun and sweet and cool. And I want to do it. I want to do that again. But I want to do it in a bit more of an emotionally safer place. If I'm honest, it was emotionally unsafe. But, you know, I mean, after my first divorce, second divorce... (laughs) Um, I, I promised I'd always stay open. I'd stay open-minded and open-hearted. And I'll tell you what, I shut down before this experience. I was a bit like, okay, well, we're done with that. The oxytocin wears off, the relationship ends, I'm good. I don't need to know anything else. Um, but I, I had a really nice time. And if you're listening to this, I had fun. I meant everything that I said. And I believe that you meant everything that you said. I really do. I just think that life is complicated, and I'm not mad. I'm OK. It's, it's OK. You know? It stings, and it'll be OK. And everything will be fine. You know? Um, but it makes me it, this experience turned me back on as hurtful as it was on the layer. there's like personal layers where it's like that it's not cool. You know there's legitimate hurt, uh, some a little there's you know some you know what the fuck feelings. but that's just the mind and that's just the ego and that's just the biological fucking whatever's the soul is fine you know the soul's still intact you can't hurt the soul but <clears throat> yeah I'm, I think I yeah, I feel good um, all things considered I feel curious you know um, curious yeah but um It's interesting because usually it's like you feel sadness and there's a story that you have about it. And the story is usually something about how awful you are. Me, you know, me. Like how awful I am, right? If I experience sadness, how awful I am. But I'm not having that. I think I'm just sad because it hurts. I noticed that I guess the cool thing is that my conscious mind isn't labeling all of this. And... Elaborating on the sadness and telling me what, ha- like, elaborating on what happened and all my fears—none and and of it's coming up. I'm good. I'm not good. It fucking feels like shit. <laughs> I'm honestly really sad about it. I, but I'm—I'm I'm not trying to figure out why. I think I'm just gonna say it's sad because it's sad. You know. I don't know. but I meant everything I said. You know, know, even it might not be the way it is now, but I know that that was real. That was real for a period of time. That was real. And like everything, it just, it ends, you know. My mother, um, when I met my first wife I met her on tour um, I don't know if she listens to this or not if you do hello um, you know, we are in very like peripheral contact at times um, but my I came home you know and I was 23 she was 21 you know you were 21. Like, when I look at a 23 year old and a 21 year old now I'm like oh my god like you are a child <laughs> and I came home and I said this is what's going on and this is what I'm doing and my dad goes so you want to play house and I was like huh like yeah y'all want to play house go and play house now and I'm like oh Jesus Christ the fuck are you talking about and my mom sat me down and she goes we're sitting at her dining room table and she goes if this goes as well as it possibly could if you guys stay together forever one of you is going to watch the other one die that is the truth of life now you can see where I get a lot of, <laughs> a lot of my shit from <clears throat> my mother also used to tell me that I could find sympathy in the dictionary between shit and syphilis so um, but, uh, she was right. That's, that's the best you can hope for, right? Cause it all ends, you know, and, uh, yeah, and all it's gonna, it's gonna end how it's gonna end. We don't know, but you know, I, again, I was at a place where I thought I'd shut down to romantic relationships with people. And I got to tell you, um, this hasn't shut me down. I don't know if it's because I'm slightly masochistic, you know. I mean, that's, I mean, how else do you explain all the barefoot running and weight vests and shit like that? (laughs) Me trying to hurt myself. Maybe I am masochistic. I don't know. Maybe I'm more fucked up than I thought I was. You know? Barefoot running. My love affair with my weight vest. Like en- enjoying paddling into wind. Lately, I'm revisiting swimming. You know, like I'm curious why it's so difficult, like why it's so cardiovascularly hard. <clears throat> I was swimming for a, a lot for a while, and then I just kind of like it kind of fizzled out. I think I'm-, I'm gonna get back into it. Cause it's so fascinating to me, like. It would, the thing I like about it is you're in water. And like I'm, I'm a waterman, I'm good in the water. But when you start adding like intense cardio to it, it's like I could, I could die in this motherfucker right here. <laughs> Holy fuck! Like this isn't this is rough. You know, as I usually do it, like um, I wouldn't call it open water because though I am technically in open water, it's not the ocean. It's around an inlet and stuff. So, but um... <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. March and you march headlong into disappointment and leave hope behind. Because you know the truth. You know that guys, I am on Palm Beach Island right now, driving in front of Trump's house, and inevitably you're behind somebody that slows down and takes pictures. I was behind a cyclist the other day that's in the middle of the street screaming, Fuck Trump with his fingers in the air and I'm like, I hear you. Um, that's great. I'm all for your expression but if you could just get a little to the right so that we could all continue with our commute I appreciate that I, I appreciate the ferocity but please um, anyway but uh, yeah I think I wanna I don't know this hurts though Like I, I'm obviously I need to let this mend and this, this wound, wound needs to close up a bit um, it'll be okay but it, what it taught me, you know, what I've learned from this is that, cause for a long time, I, I would tell Troy, I was like, I don't need anybody, man. Like, I'm good. Fuck it. You know, it's like, you know, worse comes to worse, I'll jack off. It's not, you know, not to be crude, but, you know, like, I don't, you know, I don't need a roommate. I don't need, you know. But... You know, I don't need, like, physical contact constantly. But then being in this situation, I saw the beauty of having this partnership. You know, even though it was, like, this fleeting thing. It was like, oh, that's what this is like. Because honestly, man, like... Dude. This sounds so shitty and crazy and weird, but for the period of time that I spent with this person... Um, I, uh, I felt heard, I felt seen, I felt appreciated and no offense to anybody listening that may have traveled that road with me, but I never felt that way with you. This didn't like there were times I thought I did. It's like you eat chocolate chip cookies and you're like, man, chocolate chip cookies are awesome. And then, you know, it's funny, as I'm saying this, I just watched a tandem cycle. Like like a man, like a husband wife or something on this tandem cycle. Like just zip by and I was like, Yeah, partnership's cool. But um you know, I you eat chocolate chip cookies and they're great, and then you have that really good chocolate chip, you're like, Oh shit. Okay. It's like I've twice in my life I've gone to this place and had this $170 Wagyu steak and you eat that and you're like oh yeah I get it and then you just the rest of it you're like fuck it I can't with this shit I just I gotta have the, the real deal but um this person uh heard me this person saw me uh If you're listening, you heard me and you saw me and I appreciate it. And it was awesome. And I'd never had that. You know? When you compare it's like, oh, this is like really like what it feels like. You know? I mean and not to be a a shit, but the the person I my first wife, like, we were together thirteen years and I think she saw me play music three times. And, like, I was playing a lot back then. you know? Um, <clears throat> the person I was in a long-term relationship with when I'd written both of the books, she'd never even read the books. Wasn't even interested, you know? I mean, I'm not saying, like, you need to fucking, you know, but it's like, I don't know, take some interest in what people around you are doing. I mean, God knows I took interest in what they were doing, you know? But maybe that's part of my problem is that I've, in the past, have accepted, like, you know, uh, it's okay for you to not give a shit about what I'm doing. Yeah. But this person that I had this, you know, brief encounter with, I got to see what it was like, you know. Maybe I do want a running partner. You know. She wanted to do a barefoot hike. We wanted a barefoot hike. And, like, nobody wants to do that kind of shit with me. You know, and we did. And she, you know, I, I'd known her before we started this, you know. I don't know. It was nice. And I got to see what it would potentially, could it potentially be like with somebody who was, you know, supportive and, you know, attentive and whatever. And it was like, shit, you know, maybe I do want that. You know? knowing that it all ends in death as my mother would probably remind me you know I don't know it's, it's a fascinating thing but i um, sad didn't want to record anything you know just wanted to sit and lick my wounds <laughs> uh, but you know keep moving sharks keep moving alright that's it if you want to support this buy the books buy the apparel infinite spark of com patreon's there venmo if you just want to be sweet you know um, I'm going to be doing an episode here next about um, something I'd like to start offering to you guys um, Yeah. alright that's it call me bye